0: event organizers get ready to level up to level up you're listening to the event academy live podcast where we elevate motivated event organizers this podcast is brought to you by fusion all the event ticketing features and support you need for one low price check them out at getfusionsolutions.com now it's time for your host jake spurley Thank you everyone for joining me today for our webinar on introductions to Fusion Tickets and how to market your event and sell out. My name is Jake Sperly, I wanna be your host today. Uh, we're gonna to kind of start off with a quick little order of operations, what are we doing today? And we'll kind of move on from there. So what are we doing? Introduction to who am I? We'll get into a little bit about Fusion Tickets Kind of show you what makes the difference and some of the key features that Fusion Tickets has to offer. And then we'll get into the meat and potatoes of how to actually market your event to sell out. So introduction, who am I? My name is Jake Spurley. I'm the founder of fusion and fusion tickets. So I come from county fair side when I was 15, I started a food truck catering company. So I traveled all over the Pacific Northwest here in the United States, attending all the fairs, festivals, local events, selling food at all of them. It actually helped me pay for college. While I was doing all the events and going all over the Northwest attending them, I really kind of got a good understanding of what events were doing well and what other events I was attending that needed some help. From there, I was accounted to the Columbia County Fair and Rodeo and the Fairgrounds Board of Directors. While I was there, I oversaw the marketing of the annual fair, uh, special events. I did all of the concessionaire and uh, vendor exhibitor booth sales, And I really kind of tried to take charge of the fair, coming at it from a a different perspective, you know, perspective of somebody a little bit younger and understanding what our demographics wanted. From there, I did incredible things. It was a lot lot of fun. I learned a ton. We increased attendance. We increased uh, spending. We increased almost everything that year. And it was a phenomenal year for the fair. While I was there, I really understood, you know, there's so many ticketing companies out there. There's so many solutions, but We struggled with getting fantastic support and all the features we needed at a reasonable price. You know, if you wanted a super great white label ticketing platform, it was going to cost you an arm and a leg. Or if you wanted extra support, it was going to cost you more. So that's when I said, all right, how can we make solutions for events that give you all the features you want, all the support you need, all for one great low price? And that's why the Fusion was born and why we're talking about Fusion tickets today and giving you all the features you need, all the support you could ever want for one low price, starting at just a dollar a ticket here in the United States. Going into Fusion tickets, I'll give you kind of a quick little tour of that. So if you go over here into Fusion tickets, this is kind of your backend. So when you get an account with us, this is kind of what your backend looks like. You have kind of your dashboard, all the fun stuff. You have just about every feature under the sun. I won't spend too much of our time going through every single feature i'll just kind of give you the highlights of what you should probably know what you probably care about and what i used to care about when i was selling tickets for for my county fair we do have a cashless integration so if you want to go cashless for your events maybe you're a rodeo that has like beer tokens or your county fair that doesn't want to accept cash on the grounds or whatever event that doesn't want to accept cash you can actually load money onto wristbands or badges whatever rfid wearable you want And to basically purchase something, you just go around and tap that RFID wristband wearable wherever it is at the different sales locations. Money comes off the wristband, gets allocated to that vendor. Super quick, super simple, and uh, very, very easy to use. All the different event features between viewing your events, having different venues, creating seating plans. So we do offer reserved seating. You can create the most beautiful seating plans on the face of this earth. Um, different zones, seats, reserved seats, different ticket tiers, different prices for each seat. Just about anything you could possibly wanna do in a reserved seating plan, we got it in here. We also have event media, which is super cool. You can actually go in, we'll show you that really quick. You can go in and completely customize what every ticket looks like. So if you want you know, your ticket to be laid out in a different way, you can drag and drop, build the ticket, whatever you want. We also have an integration with Apple Pass. So when somebody buys a ticket to your event, they can save it directly to their Apple wallet and you actually have full customization to build that uh, Apple Pass to look whatever you want with your branding every step of the way. A couple of the nice things, we have an integrated box office, so selling tickets from your computer or any one of our mobile devices is a breeze. Every discount code under the sun you could possibly think of. Buy one, get one, a percentage off, dollars off. We also have access codes, So access codes being, hey, we have this certain ticket type, but we only want access to be given to a certain group of people. You can give that certain group of people an access code. When they put in that code, it then unlocks those hidden tickets. Really great for like sponsors uh, or just those random tickets that are only, you only want certain group of people to to have access to. You then have a full CRM so you can manage all of your customers, see their previous orders, current orders, do refunds uh, look up all their orders and manage all your customers individually complete user management so one thing that's actually really cool is you can create unique user roles so every single page in the admin admin side here of fusion tickets you can control whether a user has it or not so maybe you want to create a custom role just for the secretary or just for your cfo or for a box office staff you can create a custom role that just gives them access to the pages you want them to see. It's really nice to create those different roles so that people aren't getting their hands into things that they shouldn't be, uh, not maliciously, just you know accidentally pushing buttons uh, that they don't know what what they do. Full data capture suite. So if you're looking to add data capture, you're looking to add questions, where did you hear about us? All that fun stuff, you have the full ability to ask any question you want, which makes it great for you know using for your marketing purposes for next year, taking back to sponsors. We also have an integrated website builder, which is really what a really cool feature that I think sets us apart from a lot of folks is we harp the white label experience. What does that mean? It means your customers' their ticket purchasing journey is 100% with your brand, it's never with ours. So let's take a look at what a Fusion Tickets website looks like. This is one of our clients there in Alberta, Canada, actually. This is just a super simple one, but it, you kind of get the point the domain here is their domain it's not ours the branding is all their branding not ours they have full customization to build this website whatever they want it to be they have full customization to come in and make the event profile whatever they want it to be they have the full ability to come in and make the tickets look like whatever they want it to be every step of the way it's just a really nice feature to be able to have, to create a better user experience. And so often events don't think about the user experience. They think, well, tickets are on sale. It doesn't really matter. But making sure that the user is having a great experience every step of the way, not only makes your consumers happier, but it also tends to increase your ticket sales. We want to do everything in our power to make sure that you're selling the most tickets possible. And one of those ways is making sure that your consumers feel confident in buying those tickets from a website that they know, like, and trust, which is your website, your brand, not a third party's brand. This ticketing website can either A, replace your current existing website, or it can be a mini site where we do, like for this customer, we did tickets. Uh, their URL. So it, for you guys, we could do tickets.xyzevent.com.ca, whatever it is. Really cool feature that I think a lot of folks really, really appreciate. Moving on from the website, we have different articles you can publish, like blog posts and stuff. We have all the finances. So, looking at all your financing reports. One really cool thing about our reports that I'd really like to show you today is the ability to customize any report. So, let's say we want to look at the item sales report. So many times our reports come out generic. You know, it's like, here's the report, take it. One of the really cool things about this is you have the ability to add and subtract and move around the report so the report is just how you want to see it so let's say we don't want to see the I don't know the total fees on this report but we want to add in a let's say we want to see the total sales tax instead and we want to move the sales tax all the way up front we can do that Just like that. So, you're able to go in and basically take any report that we have kind of as a stock, and you can completely customize it to make it whatever you want. And then you can save it as a custom report for later. And you can also schedule those reports. Maybe you need to run a report every Monday at noon. You can have that system send you those reports automatically so you don't have to do that. If you have the ability to use APIs and you're more advanced, we have a complete API. Uh, library. So you can use all of our APIs. We don't charge anything extra for that. Going into an actual event, I think this is kind of what most folks want to see. Let's go into the Hawaiian luau here. So what does it look like when you're creating an event? You know, you're kind of getting into the, the meats and potatoes of it. We really try and make selling tickets an easy, fun, and enjoyable experience. Given that, we have a lot of different actions and different tools that you can use features if you will to make sure that experience is easy to use one of those being, this is an event you can see quickly at a glance how many are sold how many are currently in somebody's baskets and what the total total quantity is you have the ability to like i said previously customize the event page so you can make the event page look like whatever you want it to be with promo videos graphics different text, sponsor logos whatever you want the branding controls all in your court From there, we have a bunch of different actions. So we can add several different tickets. We can do season tickets. If you're like a racetrack or a sports team or something, you can add different products. So let's say you want to, when somebody buys a ticket, you wanna try and upsell them or sell them on a t-shirt or a hat, something like that. You can sell products seamlessly from the site. We also have guest lists, uh, charities. So if your event is affiliated with a charity or you just want to add a charity, uh, when somebody's purchasing a ticket, they can also donate, you know, $5 to the charity or $10 to the charity. We also have time slots, which is used for, let's say a museum. For example, you can buy a ticket to a certain time slot. So we have a hundred tickets between 10 and noon. We have 500 tickets between noon and three. Thousand tickets between three and six. So you can kind of sell individual tickets to individual time slots, which is really nice if you're trying to break stuff up. Data capture, kind of like I was saying, adding those questions in there. So you can be asking your consumers different questions during the checkout experience. The great thing is how did you hear about us? You know, knowing where people are hearing about your event is a great way to use for marketing later on. You also have internal questions. So once somebody buys a ticket, you can have your internal staff fill in different uh, answers to questions. We have reserved seating like I was talking about. We also have live stream, which is a really, really cool feature. So let's say you're like a concert, a rodeo, something, some live event, you've sold out your show. You have zero tickets left. A great thing that you can do once you're already sold out is to then sell tickets to a live stream. So even folks that can't attend in person, they can at least tune in and watch your event live from the from the comfort of their own home, their own phone, whatever that is. Access control being, let's say you have a general admission zone, VIP zone, and like backstage. You can grant different access levels based on each ticket type. So let's say a general admission ticket only gets them admission or access to the general admission area. If They tried to use that general admission ticket to go to the VIP area or the backstage area, it wouldn't let them in. So it's a great way to control different access points for different uh, levels of ticket tiers. If you don't wanna use our website builder, You can seamlessly embed the checkout experience onto your existing website, just a little snippet of code, copy and paste that in there. Uh, And one of the great things about our code is even though they're buying the ticket from your website and it's embedded on your website, they will never leave your site from selecting their tickets to complete their purchase. They will stay on your site 100% of the time. Coming down here, you can obviously see all the different ticket types, season tickets, products you have. So if we go into a certain ticket, we'll kind of wrap this up by just showing what the tickets, how to set the tickets up. Go in, you have all your different customization. Each ticket can have its own image, kind of like I was showing you on uh, on that customer site. You can control stock. Once you put in all your stock, your different inventory stuff, you can then obviously go in and put in different prices, do different processing fees. One thing that a lot of folks do in these switch diffusion tickets, because a lot of our customers, they we start our ticketing fee start at a dollar a ticket, at least in the U.S. Um, just for kind of like your basic ticketing, which is usually good enough for most folks. And what they do is, let's say their previous ticketing company charges three dollars, but we're only charging a dollar. They'll take that two dollars as a processing fee and basically just profit that. You know, your customers were already used to three dollars, keep it three dollars, but instead of that other ticketing company getting the three dollars. You know, dollar now goes to Fusion and $2 is now going back to you, the event organizer. By the way, if there's any questions, um, we're going to have like a nice Q&A at the end. So feel free to hang on to those until the end. You then also have sales tax. If you need to put sales tax in there, you can do that. Minimum and maximum order quantity, super cool feature. So, you know, they can only purchase a minimum of 10 tickets at a time. Um, we also have the purchase in multiples, which is kind of unique. Let's say you had like a bulk bulk ticket buy where if you buy 20 tickets for 20 bucks or 40 tickets for 40 bucks. If that was the case, you could say, all right, well, this bundle is gonna be purchased in multiples of 20. So you can either buy 20, 40, 60, 80, 100, or maybe it's multiples of two, two, four, six, eight. A whole bunch of sharing restrictions. Um, So if you want to allow your users your attendees, I should say, to purchase the ticket. They bought four tickets. Obviously, they can only use one. So you can have them share all three of those other tickets with their friends. So now you're getting their friends' email addresses and contact info for future marketing purposes. Different sales channels. So where is this ticket available to be sold at? Being able to hide it and uh, show it when it's off sale. Excuse me. Obviously, I perhaps turn my ringer off. It always happens at improper times, it feels like, when's it on sale, when's the ticket valid from, <clears throat> and then any unique information you have about the uh, this particular ticket, you can go in, put different images, different text, uh, so that this will actually print on the ticket. If you have add-on items, let's say you want to try and add on a, a t-shirt to a general admission ticket, here's where you're going to go in and add those different add-on uh, items for specific ticket types. So maybe a general admission ticket, you wanna try and upsell them a a sweatshirt. Maybe a VIP person, you wanna sell them a limited edition, you know, bright gold sweatshirt or something. So you kind of create different workflows and different experiences based off the tickets and what they're kind of purchasing. That is really the meat and potatoes of Fusion Tickets. We try and give you all the features, all the support for one low price, make it really simple, really easy to use. If you have any questions, uh, just email us, hello, at getfusionsolutions.com. Happy to do a demo with you or just talk about your event, see if this even makes sense, uh, see, see different ways we can kind of help you improve that, uh, that experience. So getting back into the presentation here, we're going to get into how to market your event. The biggest thing I see with event organizers is they're really, really, really good at producing events. They're really, 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 really bad at marketing those events, which is 100% understandable. When you think about it, we do things that we're good at. Marketing might not be a strong suit of yours, and that's okay. That's why I'm gonna teach you how to market your event, or if you're hiring somebody else to market your event, you know they can use this step-by-step process to do that for you. I always tell event organizers, you already have enough going on just producing the event, outsource the marketing. Marketing usually gets put on the back burner. And that usually turns into uh, not unsuccessful events, but you know, events that are lower in attendance than what they could have been, if somebody would have just delegated that marketing piece. So if we're talking about marketing, we have to start with like, marketing 101, the building blocks, it's hard to build up, if we don't talk about kind of that base layer, and that base layer is going to be your branding. You know, do you have a brand? What does that look like? Kind of the six different keys to branding success here are going to be colors. Do the colors match the look and feel of your event? You know, if you're a, I don't like a water park event, is your colors, you know, gray and purple? I don't know that that makes a lot of sense. Maybe it should be more blues for water. Or if it's a rodeo, are your colors, you know, bright pink and bright purple? That doesn't really make sense for rodeo. They should probably be darker colors that match the feel of the event. Do you have a nice logo? Do you have an icon for your logo? Do you have multiple different variations of your logo? If you don't, I highly suggest going to Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R-R.com. You can have somebody take your existing logo, basically recreate it, but they can do it in a bunch of different colors, different styles, different formats, so that you have a nice logo for just about any application. Graphics. The graphics you're posting are they nice? Are they clean? Do they look good? If you were somebody scrolling through Facebook, and you saw the graphics you currently have, would that entice you to attend your event? Or do you say, "Ugh, I don't know about this thing. And maybe just scroll on by when we start thinking about all these branding things as far as as far as if I was my own customer, what would I be thinking? It's kind of an eye opening experience. Your website, so many event websites get over the top and way too complicated. The best thing with events is just keeping it simple. People want to know what your event is about, which goes into tagline. They wanna know what's happening, when it's happening, how much it is, and what they're doing. Beyond that, it's just a lot of fluff, guys. And the thing I see done wrong in websites is there's just too much stuff going on. People lose track, they start looking at the blog, they start looking at you know your contact info they start looking at every, the gallery from years past but they never actually buy a ticket the goal of our website is to take somebody from interested in your event to purchasing a ticket that's it and we need to only be putting information on our website that aids them in that journey of interested to buying the ticket do you have a tagline if you had to summarize your event in one sentence what would it be if you were a food and food and drink event you know would it be the number one event for tasting all the all your favorite local drinks and eats you know summarize your event in one sentence and go for it so often we do too much in our events and we aren't able to clearly communicate clearly communicate what our event is summarize your event in one sentence that one sentence is now your tagline that tagline should be what people remember you as Minimal wording wins. I see like paragraphs and on graphics and posters of just so many things and wording and this and that people don't read anything anymore. They want like the quickest least amount of words possible to get the point across. So if you are very word heavy, delete it start from scratch. The least amount of words is always going to win. Okay, we have the building block. Building block is your branding. Now we have to take your event. Is your event local, regional or national? Local event meaning like maybe it's a local county fair, local rodeo. Regional might be like a state fair or like a regional conference. National meaning a you know big time headlining concert or the Super Bowl or something like that. So figure out, think about what is your event, write down your event and then pick one, local, regional or national. Cuz that's going to take uh, we're going to take that into consideration when we're talking about how to market the event. We have our event. We know if it's local, regional, or national. Now, we have to break it down. So, most events have many pillars of interest, right? A concert might have different pillars of people that just like to, like, drink and have a good time. it might be they're interested in that genre of music, uh, whatever it might be. In this example, I'm just gonna use a county fair, and this is a real-world example. I actually did this, and this is how we increase attendance by 38% at a, at a county fair. County fairs, rodeo, carnival, and country concert. Those are kind of the three big pillars. There's animals, there's other things, but break it break that event down into like the top three. I chose rodeo, carnival, country concerts. From there, we're gonna take, take it a step farther. People that attend, the rodeo what are they interested in i would say they're interested in western lifestyle country music for carnival i would say kids families cuz parents want to get their kids out of the house and here go play on the carnival rides country music i'd say country music they probably like concerts as well so once we take the three different pillars of what our event is we're then going to break that down into what are the people that attend that that pillar what are they interested in then from there, we're going to take it a step farther and say, all right, how old are they? If I went to the rodeo last year, if I went to one of these pillars last year, and I looked in the crowd of everybody that was there, and I had to guess the age range of a majority of folks, what would it be? So write down what that is. For this, I put 21 to 50, 10 to 19, and then another 21 to 50. Once we have that, this is going to take place later, then we can market to that little customer profile a lot easier. Once we know who we're trying to talk to and who we're trying to market to, it's really easy to craft those different messages to get it in front of the right person and to speak like that person thinks, right? Marketing channels. So we have our pillars. We have our pillars. We know who we're trying to target. We know who we're trying to talk to. We know their age range. Now the different marketing channels. So there's probably more marketing channels than this. These are kind of the five or six that I see most. And we're we can only pick two or three. We barely have time to do marketing as it is. Trying to market in six different channels is just gonna bleed us up for failure. So pick two or three. Our options are print. So print meaning flyers, posters, banners, that sort of game. Partnerships, partnerships meaning local partnerships with your sponsors, you know, maybe you're a food and beverage expo and you're working with all the local restaurants partnering with them and maybe they're posting some stuff on their social media maybe you're giving that restaurant you know 150 percent off discount cards to hand out to their guests every night whatever that looks like then have social media paid social media which means you're paying facebook instagram whoever to boost your posts and you know put your posts or your ads in front of the specific people that you want them to put. Ideally, the the user groups that we had in the previous slide of our different our different pillars. Referrals, meaning customers that have already purchased something from you, and they're going to refer your event to maybe their friends, family members, co-workers to then come with them. And then you have radio and TV. My spiel on radio and TV is that you need to be hyper-focused on what it's good for. We also need to think about the demographics that people are experiencing these marketing channels in. So when we think about, you know, let's just take rodeo, for example, Western lifestyle, they probably like country music and they are any age of 21 to 50. So if we were to go over here to our five different options, six different options, where would we most likely find those people here in our little pillar compared to here? right? I would say people that are into Western music, kind of a kind of country lifestyle, they're probably blue collar workers. You know, they, um, not blue collar, they work in construction, you know, like they work um, that kind of job. And I would say radio would be great. They're working all day. They're listening to the local radio. You know, it's, they have a bump in their construction site, whatever. I think radio would be great for that. You know, I also think a lot of folks in kind of that ideal customer profile, don't spend a ton of time on social media. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. But I bet they spend more time hanging out with their friends, going to the bars, you know doing doing something fun, interactive outdoorsy. So you print is a better option for that as well. You know, maybe you should be putting up flyers in the local rodeo bars or maybe the western stores or the tractor supply stores. There is no right or wrong answer. My spill on rodeo on TV is that I've only seen it done really, really well for like local food and beverage, like tasting events, and for rodeos. Everything else, your money is better spent uh, with paid social ads. That's my personal opinion. People can disagree, that's totally cool. That's just what I've seen, and that's what I see do best. Does radio and TV work? Yes. Can you get a better bang from your buck in a different marketing channel? Yes, most of the time. Moving on from there, Talking about graphics. So we have, we have our pillar of people that we want to talk to. We know where we're going to put our advertising to talk to those people. We picked through three of these. Now we need to talk about what piece of advertising material are we going to put in front of those people and where. So we're going to talk about graphics. Graphics have to speak to your pillar audience. So if you're talking to kids, you want to get them involved in the carnival, you need to talk. Like a kid, right? You need to talk the same language as the people that you want to buy tickets. Speak to your audience. Minimal wins, like I was saying earlier. Tons of wording just get super jumbled and confusing. People want quick to the point, clear taglines. What's your event in one sentence? Great promo videos sell. So you know if you're having, if you're making, if you're using paid social uh, or organic, having a great promo video is arguably one of the best things to have. Because people want to know, hey, what's this event like? You know, I want to experience the event without actually going. If I can, if I can tell from a video, oh, this is cool. He had this, I you know, invoked this feeling, this emotion. Before I even go, think about how that's gonna feel when I actually go. Like I want to experience what's in this video. Videos, Sal, great promo videos, do a great job of doing that. Simple graphics draw great attention. Too many times the graphics we create are way too complicated. Sometimes the best thing to do is to do less and you're gonna get more. People just want like the most simplistic thing possible. Think about how many times a day we're on social media, our emails, our phones, we're getting distracted by noise, text message, email, whatever. Our brain is already at full capacity. Having things that are simple and clear get through to the brain a lot easier than things that are complex, difficult for our brain to understand, or take a long time. Attention spans are short nowadays. So just to recap, we've broken our event down into the different pillars. We've picked what channels we're gonna use to talk to our different pillars. From there, we've created our graphics or our advertising media that we're gonna put on the marketing channel that we're going to put in front of our ideal customer pillars. From there, we need a timeline. You have to create when you're going to do these things. I say for majority of folks starting marketing 90 days out is kind of that sweet spot and you kind of slowly ramp up as we get closer to the event. So 90 days out, what should we be doing? We should have ticket tier A. What I mean by that is you should have at least three different ticket tiers for your event. Let's say you want a majority of your tickets to sell for $20. Let's say you want 60% of your tickets to sell at $20. So that means we're gonna work backwards and forwards. So 90 days out, the ticket is going to be the absolute cheapest. So let's say 90 days out, it's gonna be $5, or let's say $10. 60 days out, we move to ticket tier B, which is, let's say $15. Ticket tier C is where we're gonna have a majority of our tickets sell. We're going to have that at $20. And then let's say the day of, if they buy out the door the day of, that's going to be more than $20. let's say that's going to be $25. The reason we do this is to incentivize people to buy early because we know that people buy tickets, they don't come, something comes up, they're not able to attend. And by getting people's money now, when they're interested at a great price, I would rather have somebody buy a ticket and then give me their money today, 90 days out for a discount and them not show up rather than having the same price ticket and giving people no incentive to buy early and them not coming. That's kind of the big deal here. We want to incentivize people to buy early because plans change, people have to cancel, things come up. So 90 days out, we're gonna have ticket tier A. We're also gonna have, if we're doing paid ads, we're gonna do paid ads in an awareness event ad. So if you're using Facebook, Instagram, those sort of channels, you can have different event, not events. You can have different ad types. If you don't create a Facebook event, I highly recommend you do create the create the event on Facebook. Facebook has great natural reach for that. And you're going to run ads as awareness or event ads. So what you're trying to do here is just to basically create awareness. All you want people to do is to click on your Facebook or whatever event listing. That's all you want to do. So what Facebook does is they say, Hey, I saw Jake, you clicked on XYZ events, you know, event listing on Facebook or wherever we track that right. Later on, when we get down to 30 days and 15 days, we can then run ads just to the people that clicked on our event listing on the social media platform. That's why it's so important. We're not trying to sell a bunch of tickets, 90, 60 days out. Sure. We would like to, that's not our goal. Our goal is just to create awareness and get people to click on our event listing. You need to use pixel tracking. I'm not going to go into how to use pixel tracking. There's about 900,000 videos on YouTube about that. Just look up how to create a, how to create pixels and then how to embed them into your website. That's another thing we're going to do. 90, between 90 and 60 days out, we're going to spend about 20% of our ad budget. So our ad budget is $10,000, we're gonna spend about 2,000 of that between 60 and 90 days out. When we get 60 days out, we're gonna move to ticket tier B. So if ticket tier A was 10 bucks, ticket tier B is gonna be 15 bucks. We're gonna keep doing the same exact thing. We're gonna keep just building awareness about the event, uh, driving people to look at our Facebook or social media event um, on there, so we can then track them. We'll get that interest in the event. Whoopsies, 30 days out, we're gonna move to ticket tier C. This is where we want to sell a majority of our tickets is 30 days out. Ticket tier C is gonna be probably, let's say $20. If you're using print media or any other media really, we're gonna start that. Uh, Print media needs to go up right out 30 days out and needs to stay up for the duration of the event. If we're doing paid ads, we're gonna move those to retargeting and brand awareness event ads. So we're going to keep doing the same ads that we've been doing for the for the past 60 days. Then we're going to add another ad that's about retargeting. So what we can do is we say, hey, I want to show this ad to everybody that has shown interest in my event or that has been to our website and that the pixel, the pixel that we tracked them at has has caught them. So now we're basically just showing ads to people that have already shown interest in our event or have already been to our event website. Why? Because people that already know about us are more likely to buy tickets from us. 30 days out, we're trying to convert everybody that we've told our event about into buying tickets to the event. Here you're going to spend about 40% of the budget. 40% of your budget is going to be spent between 30 and 15 days out. You should be posting daily on social media to keep building up that organic brand awareness, driving traffic to your social media outlets, and also start that partnership marketing. If it is, you know, radio, TV, whatever, you can start those now to kind of slowly build up awareness and then it should be, you know, a ton in kind of the last 15 days. Partnership marketing, whether you are collaborating with with different brands or maybe it's local businesses, if you have a local event, Maybe you're handing out discount codes to certain customers at certain restaurants or certain businesses. That's when you're going to start that partnership marketing. Partnership marketing can take a little bit of time. That's why you need to be doing it in the last 30 days because it takes some time for them to actually implement it and get people out and buying tickets. The other thing is you want to give people time to buy tickets, right? We all live busy lives. Give them plenty of time to get that coupon code or get that whatever special offer and actually purchase that ticket. 15 days out, we're still going to be in ticket tier C because that's where we want to spend, that's where we want to sell the majority of our tickets. And we're going to then move almost strictly to retargeting ads from pixel tracking. So we're now taking out the brand awareness and event ads, and we're strictly just showing ads to the people that have already been to our website or have clicked and shown interest on our event on social media. That's it. Fifteen days out, it's crunch time. We need to convert everybody into ticket purchasers. Discount codes to ticket purchasers is a great little trick. So let's say you have a thousand people that have purchased a ticket. We are now going to send an email to all thousand people that have already purchased a ticket, and we're going to give them a discount code. This is hey, we saw you purchase a ticket. Thank you so much. Here's Five dollar. Here's a five dollar off coupon code to give your friends, so your friends can come with you. That is called referral marketing. At the end of the day, we're taking people that are have already purchased a ticket from us, people that already know I can trust us, and we're giving them an offer to bring their friends. People buy from people they trust; they know I can trust. We're more likely to buy something from our friends than we are just from some random ad. So by doing that, we not only give give both people a good experience people that have already purchased tickets and their friends a good experience of giving them we've done something nice to them maybe it's like a five dollar discount or buy one get one free but we're also making just the consumer experience a little easier to buy right it's like oh tommy's going to the event i want to go with tommy tommy's a cool guy you know i'm gonna buy a ticket too heck why not it's only 20 bucks or something i highly recommend that it sounds silly but I have sold so many tickets last minute just by doing that. It's absolutely ridiculous. Another thing you can do is if you um, some some of our clients, we ship out wristbands for their attendees like a couple weeks out in the little wristband mailer. We actually put in that little flyer. It says, hey, you know, use this coupon code. Your friends can get five bucks off or whatever to create social media buzz. People now start taking pictures like their wristbands, their flyer, whatever they post on their social media, and then th- hundreds of maybe 1000s of people see it on social media. And it's just this like big network effect that just takes off. And then 15 days out, obviously, we're still doing that partnership marketing and local local markets and stores. We're basically the last 15 days, we're dumping everything in the tank, and we're just letting it all rip. You know, we're, we're doing absolutely everything possible to sell the tickets that we need to sell, and leveraging all those local partners, in your local markets, stores, brand businesses, whatever they are, absolutely essential. Okay, Jake's nine picket sales tips. So that is kind of how to market your event in a nutshell. We showed you how to break your event down, how to create the graphics, the different timelines for event marketing, so your 90 day timeline. Now I'm gonna just talk about nine tips that I think are super, super useful, <clears throat> excuse me. when we're we're selling tickets. There are just nine simple things at the end of the day, nine simple little things that you can do to just be a little bit better. None of these are going to make you double your ticket sales, but we're just trying to be one, two, three, four, five percent better. We're just trying to be a little bit better. And if we can just, if each one of these increase sales by 1%, at the end of the day, we're gonna increase sales by 9% if we do all of them. Incremental change is what we're trying to accomplish here. So Jake's nine ticket sales tips. Number one, Sell tickets from your website or domain. It sounds silly. I know. People buy from places they know, like, and trust. We're in a digital age where there is so much scam out there. Sending people to a third-party site or sending people to a website that doesn't look like your website gives them, like, a thought in the back of their head of, is this site real? Like, why am I not buying my tickets from the site that I was just on? Sell tickets from your website, whether it's embedding it into your website or whether it's having like a little ticketing website like I showed you earlier, that's on your domain, whatever it is, do that. Testimonials sell. Just like I was talking about the the people that we send those promo codes to, to bring their friends, they buy tickets, a lot of them buy tickets. Testimonials sell. At the end of the event, you know, set out a survey. Hey, what'd you like about the event? Give us a little video review. People that post stuff on social media, take that and use it as testimonials. Put those testimonials on your website. People like to know that other people like your event. and People don't like missing out on great experiences. Tell them about everybody else that's had a great experience at your event in the past. Use ticket tiers. Having that ticket tier A, B, and C. um, You know, you wanna sell a majority of your tickets in C, but we wanna sell some in tickets uh, A and B. Have those different ticket tiers. They do increase sales because we wanna buy early. They wanna get a good deal. Um, We see like spikes when different ticket tiers, when the ticket tiers change in price, we do see, we do see spikes in that. Write Compelling and clear descriptions. I can't tell you how many times I've seen events just say general admission ticket. Great. What does that get you? People want to know what does this ticket get me in its entirety? Write that out for them. Tell them exactly what they get. You know, admission on this day, you get access to this, this, this. You know, we're you going to have this many vendors. You're going to have access to these speakers. Whatever it is, tell them exactly what it is. Make it clear. Because the other thing about long descriptions, people are like, wow, I get all of that for just this price. That's insane. This is a no-brainer, right? Make an absolutely unresistible offer. People love a good promo video. Promo videos are able to evoke emotion and feeling. People love to have those feelings and emotions evoked in those videos before they even come to the event. Clear event taglines make ticket purchasing easy. Too often we say, yeah, we have this event. What is it though, right? Like if I was to tell me, what is it? Summarize your event in one sentence. That one sentence is your tagline. That tagline needs to be absolutely everywhere. If you are the social event of the year, your tagline should be the social event of the year. If you are, you know, Colorado's number one local beer festival, that's what it is. If you are Saskatchewan's, um, you know, highest rated concert venue, that's what it is, right? Like something just needs to be clear, simple, precise. Use previous ticket buyers, but don't be like a needy X. We all know what a needy X is. Don't be like that. You, if you've been running your event for a while or more than one year, I should say, and you've been using a ticketing company, you have probably email addresses, phone numbers. You have their information, right? Like you know who's already purchased tickets from you. I've seen so many events; they don't even market their previous ticket purchasers. Don't be an EDX, Don't spam them. Don't send them twenty six emails a week, and you know, hit them up on social media twenty six times, and send them five five texts a day until they buy a ticket. That's crazy. You're going to make people mad. What you need to do is leverage those, you know? Send them a text. Hey, tickets just went on sale. I saw you purchased from us. I thought you attended last year. Just wanted to let you know the best prices are right now. Might wanna get your tickets now. Like, do something nice for them, right? Last-minute promo codes to target those friends like I was talking about. They work great. And keep those ticketing fees low. I know we can think, you know, hey, we're just passing that off to the consumer. But at the end of the day, the lower the ticketing fees, the more money that somebody has to spend at your event the more likely they are to buy a ticket. I've seen some events from from major venues and promoters that the ticketing fees are higher than the ticket price. That'll never make sense to me. And that's kind of why we we try and keep Fusion tickets at a dollar a ticket. Want to keep it low? That's where we start. And then obviously, if you want like an enterprise package, at the end of the day in the US, our ticketing fees max out at $3. We kind of have two models. We have kind of the not DIY, but uh, uh, the, our ticketing solution that accomplishes most people's goals that starts at a dollar a ticket. And then we have, you know, like the cashless integrations, your website builder, all that sort of fun stuff that then is uh, between a dollar and three dollars. So still really, really low, really, really reasonable. And um, we try and give you all the features, all the support for one great low price. That is really the meat and potatoes of this, of, of webinar, I appreciate everybody for attending. We're gonna stop the recording now and then do questions uh, off screen just for kind of privacy stuff here. But if you have any questions, please hit us up, hello at getfusionsolutions.com. Whether you just have questions about marketing your event or if you're interested in checking out Fusion Tickets and seeing if it'd be the right ticketing platform for you, we'd be happy to show you around and walk you through your event and see if it's the right solutions for you. Anywho. Hit us up, hello at GetFusionSolutions.com. Thank you so much for, for attending or if you're watching live on YouTube, wherever you are. Thank you so much. we will see you later. Thank you for listening to the Event Academy Live podcast. This show is powered by Fusion. Event solutions for the modern event organizer. Don't forget to like, rate, and review. We hope you enjoyed the show. Until next week, keep leveling up, fellow event organizers.